0: Welcome to Kingdom Life Church VA Podcast, where we are advancing God's kingdom one life at a time. We pray that wherever you're listening from, that this will encourage, equip, and empower you to also advance the kingdom of God. Here's this week's message.
1: This series is later than you think. I'm so excited about this series. Uh, God gives us these series, and so um, nothing happens by chance or accident. I read those... those um, those are uh, the titles of those scriptures and those series for a reason, for a purpose. From 2020 to 2023, if you've just been with us those three years, if you've been with us two years, if you've been with us one year, if you've been with us since January of this year, your life should be changed, transformed. How? By the Word of God. By the Word of God because it's the Word of God that transforms our life. Now, this is a teaching ministry, amen. We teach the word of God. Now, I'm sitting down, too, so don't fall asleep on me, amen, because I know how y'all do sometimes. <laughs> and I'm sitting down, too, I ain't moving, you know what I'm saying? I know the cameraman happy. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but yeah, but it's later than you think, saints. It's later than you think. It's really time out for, for doing all the things that, that we were doing. It's really time to really understand, if you look outside, if you look at society, if you look what's going on in the world, if you look at the culture today, you, you could almost see that Jesus is soon to return. It's so much happening, there's so much going on. This is not an end time series per se, but I'm, I'm going to share some scriptures, amen, with you um, in this series. This series is five weeks, by the way, and so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some things with you, amen, to kind of bring you up to date on some things that's happening. You know, we're hearing a lot about UFOs today, and we're hearing a lot of things we hadn't heard before, you understand? And so as a pastor, you know, the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 3 and 15 that your pastor should feed you with knowledge and understanding. And so I want to make sure you understand what's happening, what, what they're talking about, because anybody that comes into the earth outside of the will of God and the way of God is not of God. Are you listening to me? So there are no other galaxies, there's no other beings, there's nothing but God and everything else that, that He didn't create, that, that He didn't create, or He created everything, is, is from an offshoot of the demonic. It has something to do with the devil. The Bible says that if you come into this earth any other way other than what's been prescribed, the Bible says you're a thief and a robber. So just know alien, when they talk about these aliens, non-biological, they not talking about E.T. Yeah. <laughs> no, there is some demon-inspired activity that's going on. Just know it's demonic. Don't think we're going to make friends with them, okay? I'm just trying to let you know. And then they're setting the stage because when 15 million or so of us leave this planet by way of the rapture, they got to have an excuse or reason to, to, to be able to tell it masses because we so caught up in social media. See, it's later than you think. We, we let the media train us. The media may be your pastor right now. If the media, social media is your leader, is your voice, is the one you listen to, then you're going to be led astray, sir. You're going to be led astray, ma'am, because if you don't get your information from the word of God, then you're going to be in trouble. When that time comes, you're going to be sadly mistaken, and you're going to be in trouble, so it's later than you think. My goal in this series is to encourage every believer to become more active in leading souls into the kingdom of God, listen, while there's still time. That's why we have a mandate this year. We start at the beginning of this year. Bring in, get your family here. Get your your friends here. Get your relatives here. Get your associates here. Get your neighbors here. Get your coworkers here. We call it Frank. And if you really want to be born again, invite your enemies. You could call it France. Glory to God. But we want to get them in the kingdom of God because we need everybody in the kingdom for such a time as this. It's later than you think. My, My aim in this series is to give you hope. Through biblical information, not through opinions, not through some I heard, amen, through biblical information, I want you to be aware but not distracted. I'm going to make you aware of some things throughout this series, but I don't want you to be distracted by what I may be sharing with you or what's happening in society. Because we don't want to be distracted, amen. We can see some things happening, but don't let it move you. You know what the scripture says. You know it's going to get worse before it gets better. We already know it. But yet, we're going to still vacation like we're doing today. We're still going to pay our bills. We're going to honor God. We're going to live holy. We're going to still do what we were doing, but with information and revelation. The Bible says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge, Hosea 4 and 6. So again, my aim is to give you hope through biblical Information. I don't want you to be preoccupied by what's happening in the world. Deception is at an all-time high. Only the Word of God will be your defense. The only did see all those, all those series I read. Uh, thank you, Jackie, for your, your you know Jack says she's listening to Mission. Po- what is Commission Possible? Right, and so all these series are geared towards building up you believer. So yeah. As society grows darker and darker, it will become more and more hostile against believers and the gospel. That's the part we don't like. But our hope is still in Jesus. Right? Our hope is still in Jesus. One of the biggest mistakes we make in life is thinking we have time. You act like you invented time, or like time is in your pocket. You don't have time. I just read all three years of series, and some of you've been with us more than three years. And have you ate that word where you live? You should, man. You should be walking it out. Walk it out. You should be walking it out. Why you not walking it out? Why the hesitation? What are you looking for? What else do you need? to happen before you get serious with God. What else you need to see? I mean, I hope you don't need the rapture to happen. (laughs) Because then it might be too late. It's later than you think. More and more children are considering leaving here because of the grown-up issues that they're having to deal with. These are bullet points. I could have put them on the screen. Children by the time they're 13 have already decided whether God is real or not, whether they're going to serve God or not. Their belief system is already in full operation. Only 13% of churches list children's or youth ministry as a top priority. Thank God we're in the the uh, 13%. Praise God, Kingdom Life. We're in that 13% because we know how important our children is, how important our youth is. Now, we can make a lot of things available to you, but if you don't take advantage of it, come on, because we got to choose between Little League and... In Bible study, we got to choose between this this thing going on or that. You understand? But see, see, oh, pastor, you're being kind of extreme now. Let me tell you something. Is hell being extreme? Is that extreme if you wake up in hell or if your child doesn't make it? Is that extreme? Is that too extreme? Don't say what's extreme because it's now or never. We don't have time not to be the examples for our children to follow. Algorithms are giving people false prophetic vibes as they're believing a lie instead of the truth of God's word. We're allowing algorithms on an app, on Facebook, or social media to tell us who we are. Algorithms who've been watching you and watching how you like this and like that and look at this and linger on that. The algorithm picks up on it and becomes your your personal prophet. And, it, and 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 you can you don't know if you're dealing with a familiar spirit who's right behind and watching you and trying to and trying to figure you out and you done got all involved and engulfed in this false prophetic vibes that they're giving you on social media instead of listening to your pastor or listening to the word of God you're listening to all these other voices even believers are being led astray. Saints, is later than you think. A high percentage of leaders, pastors, and preachers and teachers in a body will not preach and teach truth because they don't want to offend. It's later than you think. Jesus already told us that Scripture is going to offend. Jesus told the disciples, he said, I'm just letting y'all know, many of you are going to be offended tonight. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, Jesus. Now you ain't talking about me because I'm God Jr. That was Peter, always talking. Now I'm God Jr. I'm with you. I'm your boy. I'm going to be here till, till it's all over. Okay. Jesus said, you're going to deny me, bro. Before the cock crowed thrice, you're going to de- deny me three times. Oh, not me, not me. Oh, yeah, all y'all. All y'all going to scatter. Smite the shepherd. The sheep scatters. What you going to do? You got to be ready. You have to be ready. You have to be ready. People are gonna be offended because of the word of God, but you got to keep moving. Do you hear me? We still have to teach the word. We still have to preach the word, in spite of that, regardless. Y'all ready? To go to the word. Amen. Let's go to Ephesians chapter five, verse thirteen. Oh no, I like sitting down. I might, you know, what I'm saying, okay. Ephesians chapter five, look, verse thirteen says, "When the light shines." it exposes even the dark and shadowy things and turns them into pure reflections of light. This is why they sing, Awake, awake you sleeper, open your eyes. Yeah, awake you sleeper, rise from your grave and the anointed one will shine on you. Verse 15 says, so be careful. What did it say? Be Be careful how you live. Be mindful. What did it say? So be careful. And then it says, be mindful of your what? Steps. Be careful how you live. Be mindful of your steps. Don't run around like idiots. That's the voice translation. Lord Jesus. Don't run around like idiots. Listen, as the rest of the world does. Instead, instead, walk as what? Proverbs 13 and 20 tells us, if you want to be wise, get around some wise people. You want to hear wisdom, get around wisdom. Get around wisdom, because the second part of that says a companion of food is going to be destroyed. Get around some wisdom. Get around some people, amen, who is walking in wisdom. Walk as the wise. Verse 16 says, make the most of every, every living and breathing moment, because these are evil times. The times we're living in right now, saints, saints, they are evil times, man. So much is happening, man. So, so much is happening in these evil times. These are evil times. We're living in times that we've never seen before. At some point, shouldn't we get wiser? Shouldn't we begin to walk wiser? Shouldn't we get smarter or become smarter? Shouldn't we be growing as believers Prophesy to your neighbor real quick. Tell them it's later than you think. Amen. Just go on and tell them. Say, it's later than you think. I'm not, I'm to the point, I'm not arguing with anyone whether they should be at church or not. I'm telling you, man, whether you should pay tithes or not, whether tongues is for today or not, whether healing is for today. Listen, man, it's later than you think. We know what the path is. We just have to walk in it. We are convinced about what the Bible and the Scripture is saying. People have a problem with the Scripture. That's fine. Amen. But look, that's not going to affect me. It's not going to affect you. We got to keep walking after the Word because people need examples today. Say, I'm an example. Yeah, people need examples today. We need examples today. It's later than you think. The kingdom of God is the prize. This is the prize. Being in the kingdom is the prize. We have, we have downgraded being saved and we've downgraded being believers. We've downgraded being Christians. We've downgraded being in the kingdom where people see other things as more important or that the prize is out there and it's not in here or it's not in the kingdom. No, this is the prize, but if you don't treat it like the prize, we got to make our mind up, saints. This world is not our home. Do you understand that? This world is not our home. We're not going to be here forever. This is not our home. This is a temporal existence. Bible tells us we're just passing through. We're just sojourners. We're passing through here. We're not going to be here forever. Lay up your treasure in heaven. Heaven, don't lay it on the earth. Don't don't put all your treasure in the earth and what the earth has to offer because everything in the earth, amen, is going to be burned up. Yes. Yes. Let me look at John. I didn't get y'all this. I'm sorry. I just, yeah, no, I'm not sorry. Let me look at John chapter 15 real quick. 18 and 19. John 15 verses 18 and 19. Look at this. It says, if the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. This is Jesus talking. These words are in red. Jesus said, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Verse 19 says, if you were of the world, if you were worldly, come on, Come on, or let me locate you. If you are of the world or you're worldly, the world will love you. Be leery when everybody's celebrating you in the world as a believer. You got to have some, you got to have some. some, you got to have some haters somewhere. Now, we don't focus on them at all. We totally ignore them. I mean, like, totally. But you got to have some if you're a believer or you're not saying anything. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, say I'm not of this world. world. Yeah, we're not of this world, y'all. We're we're kingdom citizens. We're not from here. That's what I'm saying. Don't get so comfortable here. You're not going to be here forever. But we get so comfortable. The world hated its own, or the world would love its own, but because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. Remember my message from last week, last Sunday evening at the other church? Many are called, for those that was there. Many are called. God said, I called you out of the world. I chose you out of the world. I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world, what? Hates you. world ain't hating on you. Then You got to check your credentials. Make sure you're a kingdom citizen. Make sure you've been verified by heaven. You might got your check mark on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, but has heaven verified you? Has, has headquarters verified you yet? Did you get your check mark from, he- from heaven yet? <laughs> I need to be verified from headquarters from heaven. That's the only mark I need. Glory to God. Yeah, because all of us as believers are marked. The Bible says, come on, look at John, turn over to John 17 real quick. Thank you, media. Y'all helping a brother out. John, look at uh, John 17 verse, uh, I'm going to read verse 14 through 17. Amen. Praise God. I have given them thy word. This is Jesus, again, talking to the disciples. This is all in red, y'all, but he's, he's talking about, you know, relating to his father. He said, I've given them thy word, talking to the father, and the world have hated them. Why did the world world hate Jesus and all Jesus did was good things? You ever thought about that? He came, he healed people, he delivered people, he helped people, but the world hated him. Why? It was the spirit that was on him. What manner of man is this? Because you had religious people that had on big robes and crosses but zero holiness. Highly decorated in, in religious garb, but walking in none of it. That's how the Pharisees and the Sadducees were in Jesus' day. And so when a real man of God shows up, well, who is this guy? I mean we need to kill him. He's making us look bad. You shouldn't heal on the Sabbath. They had many Sabbaths to heal and did nothing. So what day should I heal him? On Monday, Tuesday? What, 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 what would have been better? Boy I'd, have just, boy, I'd just add a little humor with it if that was me. But, you know, I I'm not Jesus, but I feel like... So what day y'all want me to heal them then? You don't want me to do it today? Can I do it tomorrow? Can I do it the next day? I mean, that's going to be okay though, right? But because it's on a day you go to church, because it's on a Sabbath day, you got a problem with that. But if your... He said, but if your sheep or your donkey or something fall in a ditch on that day, how many of you wouldn't leave what you're doing and go help them out? So you telling me I can't help this person... No, they were religious. They was full of religion. Rules and regulations that they weren't following. Religion keeps you further and further away from God. Relationships bring you, relationship with him bring you closer. That's why people look at, you know, you come to church and you think it's a li- like a bunch of rules. It's not a bunch of rules. We're following the word of God, but we can be religious sometimes if we look at things and we, you know, but, you know, we, we don't have that here because I already tell you, ain't nothing in the Bible but the Bible even rules that we've set up as far as structure and order in the church because every house needs needs to have order, but it's still not the Bible. But you still can't do what you want to do. Amen. All right. So John chapter 17, verse 14, look, I have given them thy word and the world have hated them because they are not of this world. They're not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. Verse 15 says, I pray not that you should take them out. I want you to take them out of the world, G. That's why I told you, Jesus ain't taking nobody. He took Enoch. He's not taking nobody out of the world. He's not taking nobody. He's not taking anybody. Why? Because he's not a taker. He's a giver. I pray that, I pray not that you should take them out of the world. Jesus said, no, don't take them out of the world, Father. Leave them here. They need to stay in the world because this world needs to be changed through their example. So don't take them out the world, but that you will keep them from the evil one. Just protect them. Just keep them safe from all harm. You understand? Keep your angels encamped around them. Those kind of things. Principles are working. But no, don't take them out the world. Verse 16 says, they are not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. Verse 17 says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is what? Truth. Only the Bible is the truth. Only the Bible is the truth. Let's look at Ephesians, again, chapter 5. we we'll read verse uh, 15 again, but I'm going to read in the New King James Version. This is the version I'm sure we're all used to uh, at some point, or the King James Version. It says, see then that you walk circumspectly. Wow. That word means cautiously, cautiously, or watchfully. Walk circumspectly, not as fools, not as fools. But it's what? Wise. So we're not walking around just walking with, with no sense of direction. We're not walking around with no sense of goals or, you know, we don't know which, what we're supposed to be doing as believers. We're just haphazardly doing this. Come on, man. Over here. Okay. Over here. All right. The Bible said walk cautiously, watchfully. Keep your eyes open, believer. You got an adversary, the enemy, 1 Peter 5 and 8 says, be sober, be vigilant. You have an adversary, the devil, who walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. God said, be watchful. You got a devil after you, looking to devour you. You can't be just getting involved in any and every old thing as a believer. Come on, you're going to play into the devil's hand where God Don't frustrate the grace of God through deliberately going against God's will and his plans for your life. He's telling you, be cautious, be watchful. Don't play around with your Christian experience, your life. Not as fool, but as wise. Then it's verse 16. Redeeming the time. Man, I like that. Redeeming the time. Redeem means to buy back or or to possess more of or to regain more. Redeem the time. You you know, you heard people say don't take advantage of my time, right? Or don't waste my time. Why? Because time is valuable. You don't want other people to waste it, but you're a waste of yourself. (laughs) well at least I ain't letting them waste it I just gonna waste it my own self man that that ain't smart that's not smart It's not wise at all thank you daughter that's not wise redeeming the time because what the days are evil y'all the days are evil redeem the time because the days are evil God, I want each of us to be aware of time because it's our greatest commodity. He wants us to regain that time, to redeem that time. He doesn't want us to waste it. He doesn't want us to squander, squander it. He doesn't want us to do that or let anybody else do it. He created time for us. But heaven is not governed by time. Come on, it's time to seize every moment, y'all, to seize every moment and opportunity and use it for the glory of God. We're in the eighth month of the year. We've written goals from Jan- January. You understand? We, you know, we, y'all heard about, we talk about a personal growth plan, a PGP plan for the year. We're in the eighth month. This say lie, but, I, but where are you? We're in the eighth month. Where are you with your goals? Where are you with your plan? You know, our daughter Deacon's angel, she had a child just a, a while ago, and Zoe just had a baby. Listen, nine months ago, when, when, it, when, they, when they conceived and it was time, for, when they said they were pregnant, and they said, listen, that baby's coming. It's like, ready or not, here I come. This is how God have things planned for you, blessings and increase. Ready or not, here it comes. And then stuff get mismanaged. Ready or not, here it comes, and we don't got the, We don't have the faith to love or to forgive. You understand, or or you understand, or to apologize or to do. Ready or not, time is moving on. Where are we? Even though time is moving on, have we grabbed hold to the things God is teaching us and showing us through His Word? Because ready or not, it's coming. Next month, it's coming. Whether you like it or not, it's coming. Tomorrow is coming, whether you like it or not. What are you doing with your today? What are we binge watching? What are we binge listening to? We we got CDs. We got podcasts. We have YouTube. We're on every digital platform, Spotify, all of them. We we include everybody, our Android friends. (laughs) I'm just saying, we got everybody on the ticket. We ain't leave nobody out. Are you listening to me? Why? Because we're getting the word out. And we want you to be able to hear the word and listen to it. It's available for you. Why aren't you taking advantage of it? Wow. Verse 17. Verse 17. We still in Ephesians chapter 5. Therefore, do not be unwise. Do not be unwise, the scripture is saying, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not be unwise, but at the same time, understand what the will of God, what is your will for my life? His will is his word. So as long as I stay close to the word, then I could be in the will of God. In his perfect will, as long as I'm doing what the word is saying, I'm in his will. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to try to figure it out. I just need to know whether I'm in the will. I'm in the word. The will, the word. The will, the word. When we leave here, praise God, one day, amen, we go into our reward. We're going to leave a what? Will. With words in it. Our words. Our wishes. Our wishes. God has given us a will, a testament, a constitution that should govern our lives, telling us what's available for us, what we can have and what we cannot have, what we should touch and what we shouldn't touch. You don't want the will to become null and void by you not satisfying the requirements. Are you hearing me this morning? As long as it is what? Let the rest of y'all see. As long as it is. Yeah. We must do what the one who sent us or sent me wants me to do. And this is Jesus again talking as long as it is day. He's letting us know that there's going to come a time where we're not going to be able to do what we're doing right now. You know, one day. The, the scripture says, y'all, and I'm going to visit it too. I'm going to visit in Revelation. I'm, I'm going to visit it. The, one day, people are going to throw their money in the street. You know why? It's worthless. There's going to come a day that people are going to throw their money in the street and ask mountains to fall on them. Please don't be here. When Jesus leave, that that that's that's my heart's desire. Do not listen. And if I don't want to be here, don't let your children be here. Don't leave Earth and leave your children. Don't leave your seed in the Earth. You better get them saved and born again. I don't know how we playing with our eternity eternal life like that. I don't get it. This is so serious to me. I used to be on crack, y'all. I used to be homeless years ago. I mean, I, ain't, I come in the kingdom and all these church folk just playing church. But the scripture tells us, there's nothing new in the sun. The scripture tells us he said that the whores and the yeah, the whores, the prostitutes, those that's out, out there they're gonna come into the kingdom, and, the, and he said his own children, his son, the people that he called, who've been in church all their life, they're gonna be cast out and thrown out. Why y'all tripping? We in now. We need you to stay in too. Everybody don't have the same experience. Everybody didn't go through the same thing. Everybody won't raise the same way. But when you get into the kingdom, you better count it a prize. You better count it a prize and and, and you should treat it as a prize to your children so they'll know because they're dealing with so much stuff that we didn't have to deal with. They got all this technology at their fingertips, pornography at their fingertips, all this evil at their fingertips, right at their fingertips. And we're not going to give them Jesus? Some of us barely survive when this stuff hit the market. What? We used to have to go to the store and buy magazines behind the counter. Covered up like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I know what that is. Uh-huh. Slip that on up there. Or there were certain channels that things were played on. Everything is at their fingertips now. We need, we must, I must I say, it, we must be Examples. We, it's critical y'all, it's critical, it's critical that we are examples today to show them that they can live a holy life, that they can walk out the things of God because people think they can't do it. And they look at the world, I just told you about the world, say if you love the world, if you, got, if they, if you love the world man, you're showing you with the kingdom, I'm just saying you got to do that litmus test for yourself. I got work to do with my family, y'all. I'm looking at my family. I'm looking at my my nieces. I'm looking at my nephews. I'm looking at my cousins. I'm looking at my aunties. I'm looking at my uncles. I'm looking at folk. I'm praying first, but it's got to be, I'm telling you, but I'm being the example. Tell you one thing, they know who to call. They need prayer. They know who to come to. did did we read, okay, John chapter 9 verse 4, as long as it is day. We must do what the one who sent me wants me to do. It's Jesus, because when night comes, no one can work. Nobody is going to be able to work. Jesus told disciples, work while it is day. Why? He was telling them, it's later than you think. It's later than than you think teaching them to redeem the time. Letting them know already, even back then, over 2,000 years ago, the redeeming the time because the days are evil. Teaching them to redeem that time. Remember, he only had a short time with them. Three and a half short years to pour himself into them. Jesus knew night was coming. He was going to be crucified. He knew not, He knew a day was coming where he won't go be with them. So he's pouring his life and pouring himself in them, but also letting them know, speaking, letting them know, listen, you got to redeem the time, man. You cannot waste your day. He's not telling you not to have fun, but you can't waste your day. At some point, you got to cut folk off. Amen. Right. Amen. Not because I don't love them, because I do love them. Because I do love them, and I love myself. And I be doggone. Did I say be doggone? I be doggone. You understand? If I'm going to sit and rest in an environment, amen, that's not leading me towards the things of God. How can I be comfortable in an environment that's pulling me away from God every time I'm in it? No, I'm with the wrong folk. I'm with the wrong person. My auntie told me not to unhear, unsure, but my other aunt, her sister, Aunt Pam, told me to even get away from your brothers. Not your man, because he was good. You understand? But get away. <laughs> Tell my other brothers. You know what I'm saying? Tremaine here. But no, get away from your brothers. When I got saved, get away from your brothers. Why? Why was she telling me get away from my brothers? Because they were bad influences. It's a chance I would go back on drugs. It was a chance I would go back to jail. It's a chance I would follow the wrong path yes. that's right. no somebody with wisdom giving me wisdom that's yeah. Yeah, that's right. oh you just yeah I'm glad I ain't get offended you just want me to, you don't want me to be on my brother I mean what's the problem mm-hmm. Went right over your head yeah. okay. who is your brother mm. who is your mother who, who is your family for real? Yeah. See, let's really break it down. Yeah. They caught Jesus one day like that. His mom was out there and with, with John or something. They said, Jesus, Jesus in the middle of teaching and sharing. Jesus, Jesus, you, what, what was going on? Your mom out there. Oh. Because they saw so important trying to connect them to an earthly lineage. He used it as an opportunity to teach all of us who family really is. Ooh, y'all ain't gonna like me today. But you know what? I'm just gonna stay in the Word. So if you got a problem, take it up with God. Because see, I just stay close to the Word. I always do. The Scriptures say, who is my mother? Who is my father? Who is my brother? Them that love the Lord, those that are in the kingdom of God. I told my brothers when they got saved, I said, man, we really brothers now. We really brothers now. When we got saved, we was already blood brothers, but when we, when they got saved, I'm like, man, we really brothers now. But we carry family so deep, then why we ain't bring them in the kingdom yet? Why are we compromising with them? You say you love them so, but don't carry so hard like that and they still living like hell. Because all that stuff fake. It's phony. It's a facade. You're you acting like you're carrying it hard, but if you're really carrying it hard, you'll get them in the kingdom. And listen, you'll stop compromising when they're around you. Yeah. Bring them up into the kingdom. Give them a standard. Show them a standard. That's why my brothers and sisters in laws and family in the kingdom, know why? They have something to see. We ain't show them nothing different. Kingdom all the way. We're not back and forth flip-flopping and fickle with our walk with the Lord. When I left the street, when I left the world, I left it. I didn't look back. There's nothing back there for us. We're we looking back for us. nothing back there. We're going to let our children just follow the same path we follow, knowing it's going to lead them to nowhere. Why we love the devil so much, and he gives us nothing. Last scripture. Oh, oh, I got to go. Okay, last scripture. <laughs> last scripture. This is it. This is it, y'all. This is all James chapter four. James chapter four. This is it. We got the roll. Whoo, y'all good? Yes. Y'all come back next week. Yes. I got so much more. Ooh, I have so much. You won't miss this series. You will miss. You don't want to miss this. Um, I promise you. Invite your family. Invite your. Bring them in the kingdom. Man, that's why we're praying. We're praying every day. We are, Man, let's bring them in the kingdom. We'll get them saved and born again. And listen, as long as you, because you, you, they see you before they see us. As long as you living right and doing the right thing, you know what I'm saying? Then they get here, and then they see more of what they heard. But you know what I'm saying? Why would they want your God? How are you, how you representing God on the street? I get y'all a scripture already? James 4 and 14, good. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. King James said, so your life is but a vapor. I put on a fresh smell this morning. I'm telling you, it's like time you put it on, and you see it, but then you don't see it. That's how quick life is, it's like a morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. It's here a little while, then it's gone truth of it, saints. Somebody else going to spend your money. Somebody else going to live in that house you built. Somebody else going to drive that car if it don't break down and you have to get destroyed completely. <laughs> Somebody else is going to wear the clothes in your closet. Are you listening to me right now? They're going to wear them sneakers and them shoes you like so much. All that makeup, all that all, that, all, all the things that you love and you like so much you cannot take it with you. Somebody else is going to wear it. Your life is but a vapor. It's, it's a morning fog. You're here for a little while. You're here for a little bit. Pastor A.J. Version. You, you're here for a little bit. you here for a little bit, then you're going to be gone. What are you going to do with your little bit life? Listen, are you going to redeem the time or are you going to squander it? Are you going to waste it? Are you going to, you understand, what are you going to do with the life God gave you? Are you going to fulfill his purpose for your life or your purpose? Are you going to do what he told you to do or what you want to do? I mean, what are you going to do with this little bit of time that you have left that is going to be so significant that the pastor or the preacher don't have to stand up and lie on you? You know, that's been the problem, hey, amen. That's been the problem because so many times everybody know how wicked folk was. Everybody know how larceny and all messed up folk was. And then the pastor, get. up. I, hate, I don't like doing funerals, people don't know. You know why? Because I don't want to lie. I ain't trying to get up there. You're trying to appease the family and you're trying to minister and comfort the family at the same time. But we need to, at some point. It's going to get to a day where well, I promise you, you're going to mark it the day that folk will have to start telling the truth. Because people think, well, he going to heaven because we're pronouncing everybody to heaven. Everybody is not going to heaven, saints. I'm not trying to scare you, everybody is not going. They say it was two wa- two women will be at the meal. They'll be washing, one will be taken, the other one left. Two men gonna be working on the house. They're gonna be over here, one will be taken, the other left. You will be riding the car. Husband and wife. One could be taken, the other left. You know why? Because salvation is in your heart, not your head. Yeah. Salvation is in your heart. It's not in your head. Salvation equals deliverance. And if your life hasn't changed since you've been saved, then you might want to get saved. You might want to get saved. It's later than you think. My prayer is that the Lord will stir up a hunger for his word, that he will stir up a hunger for for life and living for the kingdom. Over 50 million people die every year. And they're projecting over one million souls die without Jesus. Over one million people leave here and don't know the Lord. You know why I see salvation is so valuable? You know, one of the things my former pastor told me years ago when he sent us out, my wife and I, over 12 years ago. He said, son, you're going to be all right. He said, number one, he said, you love your wife. He said, you love the Lord. He said, you got your house in order. Your finances straight. He said, you're going to be okay. He said, and you're a soul winner as a pastor. Never lose that. A soul winner. Man, I'm after your soul. I I ain't lying about it. I ain't being sneaky about it. I'm after your soul, man. I'm a soul snatcher. I'm after your soul. I want your soul. I want your soul to belong to Jesus. Because he loves you so much. And all these people leave here and possibly they don't know the Lord. Heading to a place of torment, the scripture says. Where they're going to chew on their tongue for comfort. I'm going to visit it in Revelations, y'all. They're chewing on their tongue in hell. For comfort. For comfort. I don't want to spend eternity separated from a God that loves me so much. Why would I do it? Why would I want to do it? Why would I choose to do it? But see, the trick is this. God is not sending nobody to hell. He's a good God. You're right. They're choosing to go. They're choosing to go. He's not sending anybody anywhere. You're choosing heaven or you're choosing hell. But it's your choice. I'm not trying to make you do anything today. I'm not trying to scare you to do anything today. But you better know that tomorrow ain't promised to you. I know you king on your throne right now. But I know somebody who is a lord of lords and a king of kings. A Lord of lords and a king of kings. As soon as we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God he'll lift you up. The only reason we're stagnant where we are right now is because we haven't humbled ourselves. That's why the scripture says come to me as a child. Because you got to strip off all your adulthood, your mature self, all your education, and receive salvation from a spirit you've never seen. It takes childlike faith. I'm trying to convince you, and I want to convince you, those that don't know the Lord, that the Lord is real and he's soon to return a lot is being set up for the return of the Lord. Uh, let me say this first. A lot is being set up for first the Antichrist to be, re- be revealed. I know, babe. I got a short time, right? Thank you, honey. She like, she like tone it down. Got see you ready to rev that engine up. She saw me.
0: She knows me. Thank you so much for listening today. If this message encourages you, imagine what it could do for someone else. Here at KL, we believe in reaching the one and you can partner with us in that endeavor by sharing this podcast with someone else. If the Holy Spirit has convicted you or inspired you to join or reach out to us through today's message, please email us at KingdomLifeChurchVA at gmail.com. If you would like to give towards this ministry or find out more information, check out our website, which is KingdomLifeVA.com. And follow us on Facebook at Kingdom Life Chesterfield VA and Instagram at Kingdom Life VA. Don't forget to subscribe so you can hear more messages just like this. There's no life by Kingdom Life.